For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The fancy countdown. I'm not even. It is December 7th, 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Here with Matt Morgan. Here with Justin Labar. Here to talk about Monday Night Raw. Oh, Monday Night Raw tonight. You guys excited? No. Big show. TLC is a week from Sunday. Got some big matches coming up. TLC. Some big stories, some big builds. No, no, I'm not. I was interested in, believe it or not, actually going in, to be fair, to going into last night's pay-per-view for NXT, I was not remotely excited. After the show, I was. They did a great job on NXT uh, last night, their pay-per-view. But uh, I'm hope I'm hopeful to be the same way about TLC, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I was more interested in the conversations we were having before we hit record. Uh, oh, tonight. you guys, for 24 minutes, we were <laughs> killing it. On podcast yep. material, you guys would pay a 1000 bucks to watch. I'm not even exaggerating that number. I mean, we might need Jerry McDivitt to, like, counsel us through the uh, results of it, but it is what it is. Look, tonight was the last night of the Thunderdome being at the Amway Center in Orlando. They moved so tra- what? End just, of an era. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying era. to. Era? Trying to segue us here. This this was a this was a lot of filler. There was actually the 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 cliffhanger, the open and the cliffhanger of the main event was good, but there was a lot of filler, a lot of video package. It was what it was. I mean, I, yeah, Matt, War Games, uh-huh. War Games delivered. I don't know Great what I, I don't know really what I expect for TLC right now. I will predict. What's Roman doing? Do we know is Roman somehow going to be on this? Uh, Kevin Owens uh, tables Owens. match, right? Yeah. Because Roman's the head of the table. Get it. Um, <laughs> Clever. I, I don't know. I will, still pred- I will still predict War Games will be better. Dude, War Games really overperformed. Like, with storylines I didn't give a flying crap about going into it. Like, a couple I did. Um, but, like, it was an A. For me, that was an A+. plus. I wasn't distracted by AEW. I got to focus on the whole event. And, like, dude, they killed it. And I will argue they will crush TLC. Like, if you compared the both. Compared both, I'm saying. Uh, Shaq was just announced. Raj, that's a nice hat, by the way. Oh, thank you. Got this on Amazon. Uh, Just (laughs) $2 saying Shaq was just announced for AEW on Wednesday. Wait, what? Tonight they did it? I, I don't know. I, Justin Lopez, I, I trust. He's a trusted member of our chat room. I looked. He's Justin been training Lopez. for a match. Wait, what? I don't know. Justin Lopez. Shaq. Wait, who's training for a match? Justin Lopez? No, Shaq. <laughs> I, I searched Shaq AEW. I Googled it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar. So and they, uh, they, they already screwed that up. No offense to them, but they did screw that up. But I forgive them because they gave me Sting. And they gave me oh, an yeah. awesome appearance on Impact that I'm tuning into Impact Wrestling for the first time since I was there. But here's the question. Is he going to show up as Shaq or Shaq Fu? Either one I'm cool with. I don't give a crap. I do seven <laughs> foot two of kick ass. If he does a Shaq Fu gimmick, like I will, I will tune in. I will come on this podcast Wednesday night 
Can I will, say uh, I bought his rap album? Like I thought he was a good rapper. Him with Fushnikins. The the what's up doc? Can we rock that? That was, that uh, was the Hoopa Hyper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that was good. What was his genie name? Kazam. 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 No, I'm not Christian Leitner, not Alonzo Mourning. and that's okay. Not being braggadocious, supercalifragilistic, shakazaladocious. <laughs> oh my God. Peace. He's got to go. He's not no joke. Now he slam jams and make sure it's broke. Dude, they were shattering backboards at the time and backing it. Can up. somebody mute? Can somebody mute Matt Morgan? Oh, no, in fact, what happened to the Fushnikins? <laughs> the Fushnikins were everywhere, and they were different. By the way, yeah, I will they were say great. Right now, they were Bone Thugs and Harmony before Bone Thugs and Harmony. And how well, Dos Effects was. was really Bone Thugs. Oh, okay, okay, but same style, it. same style. Yes, yes. Good, good call, guy. Yeah, uh, hip hop history. Uh, speaking uh, tangent, did you guys see uh, breakdancing announces an Olympic sport for 2024? Okay, because it's hard as hell. Okay, absolutely. I'm very excited about that. That was the most exciting box, thing. It could yeah, do it. They're gonna bring out the linoleum. <laughs> reading, reading my book and like, oh my god, that you would be awesome about... if at the Olympic venue they're just like, we're gonna bring out like a refrigerator box. You want to know a hashtag Caucasian? Like seriously, that was me with my book, step by step, trying to do King Tut. Remember King Tut? By the way, oh, I remember the King. Oh, Tut, yes. look, look, I'm gonna catch it right now because I didn't catch it last night. Under Glenn, the chat room, I guarantee we'll say it says, "Hey, what's up, Raj? You're getting those in the chat rooms right now, Glenn." I'm getting. I was being subtle. See, I was just doing it not because it says that. Raj Gurry under your name. Whereas last go. night, under Raj's sweet face, his beautiful face, it said Glenn Rubenstein. Yes. There you go. So we're but gonna talk we, about we, the we, only time. Only time in life, Raj was mistaken for a Jew. But, huh? uh, listen, more importantly, we didn't catch it to like the last minute of the show last night. Glenn. The chat room was lighting up. About I got Glenn to pop. Look at this. Look at this. Justin, I miss doing a podcast with you. Yeah, it's been, it's, it's been a while. It's been a while. Can you uh, all hear me and see me? Yeah, we can hear you and see you. You're all good. Uh, so, oh, Matt's coming back. Okay. Uh, so, tonight and i don't don't want to bring it down We're i don't want to bring rails. it down to talk about raw because raw tonight it's not that raw was bad it was just uh it was just there as Raj Geary is fond of saying again the start was good the end was good there was just a lot of filler i mean it and and also going into this time period i always say december into january is a it's, it's always been a funny time you've i you've you always either see filler until we get to rumble or do you see uh push the emergency button and get crazy ass title changes like you know we you know december we, you know you get title changes like crazy or you get filler to rumble that's what it is yeah, yeah and tlc is tough tlc used to be such a cool pay-per-view and i think um it jumped the shark uh the tables ladders chairs and stairs here i feel like that's where it's just sort of not as cool anymore it's longer than that it's been pretty boring but yeah I mean, I'm even trying to think of like, aside from the WLC <coughs> match, what's like the biggest TLC match that the, everybody talks about? Well, I mean, I don't know about. I mean, look, in terms of the TLC pay per view, I think December of 09, it's either 09 or 2010, Sheamus as a newcomer beat John Cena in a tables match to win the world title. That was like, you know, that's one of the last biggest impacts that I can think of for the event itself. And speaking of impacts, tomorrow night on this very podcast, Wrestling Inc. for the first time ever 
is okay. covering impact on Tuesday night. So I feel responsible for this movement. I really honestly do. Because I told all the fans, right, Raj, let them know you want to see what's going on with Kenny Omega and Impact, and we want to cover it, more importantly. It'll be a big night in wrestling history, regardless of what you think of the company. I want Raj. <laughs> Uh, Justin Lopez, $5, saying Raw's like tonight or why I don't watch Impact. I need those Tuesdays to detox, but I'll be watching tomorrow. <laughs> I hope it delivers. Just the Kenny Omega thing. That's all we're interested in. Kenny Omega slash Good Brothers. That's it. That's Matt, how, for. how much of a bar are you setting, though? Like, like how big is your bar? Oh, what do you, what do you expect? I'm pissed. Here's, and Raj was trying to defend it because wrestling broke the news. <laughs> um... From his freaking mark that he's got, sorry, the person he has breaking news on Wrestling Inc. by fuck by freaking stooging it off that it's a one off. That was so stupid. Not the fact that Wrestling Inc. covered it, but that there's somebody backstage that stooged that stupid material off. Yeah, you like I never would have done that if I'm somebody that's not booked on TV. I'm trying to like like cozy up to Raj to write nice like I don't even know reviews about me or something like most wrestlers do. Guys, the people that do stuff off that are the wrestlers are never made of an act. They're the C-plus players that are hardly on TV and want a good rating when you do judge their matches. So screw whoever did that. Because I was looking forward to an open-ended relationship, um, dream matches in the tag team division of Motor City Machine Guns versus Young Bucks or FTR. FTR versus the North. FTR versus the Good Brothers, right? The women's division from Impact versus improving quite frankly AEW's women's division and that's all out the freaking window now because of a stu a selfish stooge wrestler that stooged this off to wrestling inc it bothers me a lot actually it really does because nobody's doing that to for good reasons they're doing it for selfish reasons that bothers me it's always bothered me even when i was with impact and jeremy borash used to stooge crap off all the time he wasn't even a wrestler he's a piss me off um and whatever C-minus wrestler on the Impact roster when I was there, you just stooge off all of our stuff before TV. But um, that said, I'm looking forward to Kenny Omega on the show, see what we can get out of this. But it bothers me that now I know for sure, based on that news report, it's going to be a one-off. I wish it wasn't. It's like when you went on a date with a girl, you know, in the 90s, Matt, you'd be like, she would be like, hey, I just want to make it clear, this is a one-time thing. And you're like, girl, I've been looking forward to stuff. I got feelings. I want to romance you. I want to take you to a movie. I want to buy you dinner. I don't even know what I... Yeah. So. <laughs> He's old-fashioned, folks. Alejandro Villarreal, $3. <laughs> saying, I see the Miz cashing at TLC on Drew or Styles. Ooh. Okay, that'd be a good surprise. I love Miz. I, you know what? To that point, I'm, I'm, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but the fact that Miz has the money in the bank, the fact that you have... Seamus, who's the friend hovering, I can see Miz trying to cash in and Seamus protecting Drew. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. That's uh, these guys shouldn't all be in the same segments. I feel like this is what's really dragging down Raw. I'm seeing a lot it's of It's weighing it down. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's like a lot of talent they've kind of conditioned me not to care about or think very Absolutely. And they've had former pedigree as champions and Seamus, Miz himself, even. Um, but not no more. Um, well, we solved it Friday night, Matt. It's because they don't give people streaks. They don't reestablish dominance. They don't make people hot again. They just go from being a jobber one week to we're supposed to care about them. They win know. the next week, but lose the following week. It's 50-50 yeah. booking. It's annoying. 
Yeah. Let's get into this. Let's get into it. Uh, we started with a continuation of the tribute to Pat Patterson. We saw a lot of what they showed the other night in a 10 bell salute opening the show. Um, then we went to the ring with Randy Orton. We saw what's been happening recently between him with Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss. We had a recap of last week's uh, moment of bliss with Orton uh, and uh, Wyatt was in the Firefly Funhouse tonight. So opening with the Firefly Funhouse is okay. – Bold move. Well, Max, it's all yes. downhill from there, right? Like it normally is. I wait for the ep- I wait all episode four normally, but I was happy to honestly I'll be I'll be straight up. I was not looking forward to watching it uh uh raw tonight. So to start off with this, I was I actually liked it. Yeah, and they did a game show with uh Bray <laughs> Wyatt with the characters doing a let's get Randy game show parody. <laughs> and I love when they put the energy and attention yes. into this because uh this was really funny, it was clever. It set up a match uh between Orton and Wyatt at the end of the yeah. show, Bray wrestling as Bray. Um, but this was good. I mean, these when they don't phone them in are often the high point of the show, and tonight was no oh, different. Yes, I, I, all the time, yes. Well, and I think big picture, let's, you know, we, we critique and are hard on WWE and a lot of time it's for good reason, but think about this. I know 2020 has been a blur. The Firefly Funhouse. Blur. It's been the longest year of our lives. What do you mean blur? Well, 2020 has been a, it's been a, yeah, it's been a, a blur in our, in our lives. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a weird year in our lives, but what I'm saying is. The Firefly Funhouse has been a year and a half now. A year and a half. Let's not forget that. A year and a half that we've had this dichotomy, this dynamic of, of, of Bray and Fiend. Awesome. I actually like it. It is. I like how after a year and a half, we've still kept Mystique up with the Fiend, and we've still been able to allow the the, the Bray thing to be separate. So the fact that yeah. Bray and Randy can have a match separately, and you're like, all right, I know this is something I want to watch. But it's mm. not the fiend. I, I I don't know. I was right. actually I was actually intrigued by this. I the fact they've they've sold me and they've been loyal to this that Bray is a different thing than fiend. I, right. I don't know. I, I was I I was hooked the for most the ending. Intri- the most hooking thing about it though is the fact that you don't know what will happen. Even though yeah. it's advertised as Bray versus him and his sweet red sweater, um, what will happen after Bray loses? What yes. will happen after? That's all I was focused on. Yes, and then when we actually get to it, they play. This is this is the benefit of them not having a live audience. Mm-hmm. They played some camera tricks on us and made it actually that much more exciting. So, no, absolutely. Bigfoot sneakerhead four ninety nine saying didn't That's watch my boy. Raw. Didn't watch Raw. Only watch NXT and AEW. This podcast yeah. is ten times better than Raw. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah, that's my dog right there. That's my awesome. dog right there. That he's. We'll get to it after about my product Thrive that I have been using and getting great results from. Cool. That is a friend of mine that will be using it as well. He's a good dude, and he's a constant uh, a chatter here on our uh, um, podcast. He always chimes in, so thank you. Thanks for the uh, four nine nine. Absolutely, Alejandro Villarreal five dollars saying even better. Drew drops the Styles or Miz and goes against Roman for the Universal Championship by either winning the Rumble or the Elimination Chamber. I mean, Drew versus Roman that didn't do Drew any favors. At Survivor Series. They're never going to put Drew over on Roman Reigns. So, I, I I don't know. I still see AJ as the top talent, though, on that show, even though Drew's their champ. And this is a situation of the belt making the person more than the person making the belt. I will argue AJ Styles as champion makes that belt. Yeah. 
Rogue Edge Photography, $5, uh, pointing out, I saw reports of this Jackson Riker showed up on main event as Elias's enforcer. So, uh, yeah, really? Yeah. Just yeah. individually, singularly? I don't know. Uh, Justin, have you heard anything backstage? Uh, and well, I do want to, I'm sorry, just quickly, I just do want to correct something. I said Friday night nope, incorrectly nope. why uh, I thought he I was taken off the air uh, and I was incorrect. There were some other stuff. Wrestling Inc. has a story. It's Justin, bad. I'm sure, has more, infer, uh, more information. <laughs> I'm just joking. Matt's trolling you hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad he was, was taken off the air. <laughs> no, I was trying to say, I wasn't mad he was taken off the air. I was, I misremembered the reason why. I'm being a jerk. But Justin, talk a little bit about why he's back and what, what the situation is. Because you're a journalist. I'm not. Yes. Oh, yeah, journalist. I'm on regular yes, Bob. You are. Regular Bob Woodward here. I uh, was a wrestler who watched and read your stuff and watched your videos. You know? I know, Matt, and I appreciate it. I, I do. I, look, I, here's what I know. Uh, Elias has been hinting anyways that he's going to change his character. Uh, maybe moving away from the... Really? Uh, well, he, he had some posts that... Uh, after his electrocution last week and TV. <laughs> <laughs> okay, st- state- statements that we say on this podcast after his electrocution last week. Um, He's no. going to turn into <laughs> Stefan or Cal of, of Elias. And, he, uh, he will. He, he needs the, the ball sauce on the transformation chamber. Um, no, uh, Elias hinted towards his character maybe evolving. Um, maybe okay. moving away from the rest of the thing, and yeah, in the main event, they had Elias there, Riker standing kind of flanking him as like a bodyguard, dressed kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know much more than that. The, the interesting thing about Riker is that uh, obviously he got put to the put to the side after his his uh, comments on social political commentary. The and there were bel- some past comments that also- and, and past the, the the everybody that I had just asked about who was just all giving me their own off the record in person, you know, whatever. A personal opinion was he would probably just eventually get kind of just chucked aside whenever they do another round of releases. Really? So the fact that they are putting, even though it's main event, it's not Raw or SmackDown, the fact they're putting him out on TV and putting him with another character, well, Elias, yeah. who, is, who has been a prominent part, who's being maybe repackaged, that to me tells me, okay, showing. yeah, exactly. They're not going to just chuck him aside. They're going to so- and at the yes. end of the day, and, and, and wait, real quick, he's the most talented of the three of them. Let's just right. point that out. Right, and, and real and, and and Matt, yeah, you're right. No matter, no matter what he said, I'm just talent wise. And, and I want to say this as diplomatic as possible without trying to cause heat and problems here. I hate this at, society. At, at, just well, pointing at, that out. At the end of the day, what are we talking about? He didn't do. He didn't end up on TMZ for doing something illegal. All that ended up happening was he expressed an opinion unpopular or not let's not go into political he just expressed his political opinion at the end of the day he didn't do anything that got him arrested and that's what i think is so interesting is that he gave an opinion rightly wrongly educated ignorantly what however you want to classify it is but he gave it at a time in the moment when the country was at a at a very vulnerable spot and they took him off tv okay so i i just i want to reiterate that and that i'm not saying i agree with him i just want to say Everybody, you hear Jason Riker and people go, oh, my God, he's back on TV. And what's like, again, he didn't he didn't break the law. He just gave his opinion, which was just very unpopular for what his opinion was. And to back you up on this, everybody, look, we're in the most divisive times of our country's history. I wrote an op-ed in my newspaper about this, and I'm a Republican, folks. I know most of our followers are, are not. Um, and it was talking about 
we need to start we need to stop judging each other without knowing one another that if you're a democrat it doesn't mean you're the leader of antifa if you're a republican doesn't mean you're racist and so on and so forth we need to stop stereotyping one another and we need to come together like we always have and we always have done and it, it, it frustrates the hell out of me as somebody that's young and hates politicians i hate them i'm in it to elbow them the hell out of the way and put you that are watching this show and me that are parents or family members that want to make a change in society without the bullshit political talk to get the job done. And you know who does that? Real people. Everyone that watches this show, it's in our chat room right now, you're real people. And um, we got to stop doing that to one another. Honest to God, without knowing one another or talking to one another or asking people one another these questions, we don't know each other. We don't know each other's political opinions. So we need to stop stereotyping one another. And I'll leave it at that. I'm not saying that on Jackson's behalf. I'm saying that on your and ours behalf that are watching this right now. It's time that these countries start coming together. Dead serious. And, and ex- real quick, an extension of that for people that don't know or, or what have you. Like Matt's saying that everybody's coming together. Just, just be nice. Be kind. Just listen. The three of us on this podcast, we have a blast. But the three of us, Matt is on one side, yeah. Glenn is on the other side. I'm yep. I'm in I'm I'm I I I hover otherwise. I don't know where you are. I haven't figured out where you are actually yet. Is well, okay faving that for me? Well yeah. the point is is like the three of us, we don't all agree on everything and we right. get along we get along like two of my we best have, friends. You're two of my best have, friends. And we have fun and it doesn't matter. It's like just get along. Just listen, yeah. accept, and move on. And have respect for one another. That's yeah. the biggest part of it all. Respect each other. That's all. And I agree with all that, but I, I do want to say just correctly uh, to correct the record because this was tweeted at me, Matt, and I think some people tonight yeah. might bring this up. Just yeah. that it was specifically after what he posted and supported the president uh, during the time of the really? protests. Um, there was some posts that he made uh, as he recently say? as 2019. Uh, he made a, a, a negative post about Black Lives Matter Ugh. and about a color and a race. And I think, again, we don't know the exact reason. The exact story, I'm sure, will come out at some point about all of this. But obviously, uh, 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 for whatever yeah. reason, he... You probably didn't know that, I'll bet. How would you know? You follow Twitter back two, three years? How would I, you know that? I don't I don't know. I'm just I'm telling you, like it was because I was saying it. I was saying it on this very podcast Friday night. Oh. I said, wait, did he really get all this heat? Because he just said, like, I support the president. And some people were like, right. Yeah, but he did it at like a really like bad time with the the protest and everything that was going on. But then I read up on it more and it was like, oh no, there, there was, was some more other than stuff that, right? that came out where I could see where it'd be like, yeah. hey, maybe not the best idea when Bro. Randy Orton is tweeting like that he finally gets Black Lives Matter. Maybe not the best time, Jackson, right. to, yes. to you know show up and let uh, one of your major superstars say something like that is powerful. Yeah, sure. Let like just just shut up at that point. Yeah, let that let get that out there. One of your major superstars that has trials and tribulations of WWE of being immature and fucking up and doing bad things. He's the one that gets it. That's freaking phenomenal. Insane. Everybody, shut up and let that. Own the room. That's all. And we've talked about this. You've seen it on here. In fact, I think I've been asked this on here. Yeah. Because I'm Republican. I get asked, do you believe in QAnon, Matt? Huh? What? Well, so, and here's here's no. my thing. And I don't so, know. We need to stop stereotyping each okay. other. For, let me finish. Okay, but because sorry. you're of a different uh, political party, it's lame. We're better than that. 
And it, 90% of the time, it ain't even true. QAnon, are you shitting I, me? QAnon, me? <laughs> getting really real here tonight. And for me, I struggle with it because we see, uh, you know, Pat Patterson passed away. They're doing these tributes and people are like, hey, remember there were these allegations or rumors or things swirled a while ago. Um, people talk about, you know, it's like the thing with, I'm trying and I've had to do this like with music. I've had to do this with Hollywood. We talk about separating the art from the artist. And I feel like some weeks, and this is just me being really real here tonight on the podcast. I feel like some weeks I have to put aside the stories, like, you know, the thing with Matt Riddle, um, different things that have come up with different wrestlers and performers. I feel like if we can't put that aside, we can't do this show because we can't talk about what's happening with the wrestling. We can't talk about their characters. We can't talk about what's happening. If every time something comes up, we have to say, oh yeah, but remember he's got this going on and I'm not dismissing it. I'm not saying that we shouldn't talk about it, but again, like I'm not a journalist. Wrestling is a journalism site. They cover all these stories. More importantly, you're not a freaking stalker who's stalking somebody's Twitter account for two years. And if somebody's not shared that information with you, how could you possibly know that? Settle down. I know. Not you, everybody else. Because I mean, you are the, you're the nicest guy, most understanding guy. And, and I'll leave it at that. That, that no. bothers me that people, anybody ever gives you heat. No, but I understand. It's like someone in the chat room now is bringing up. I'm just, I'm just going to do it. It's like uh, yeah. some people mentioned with the Pat Patterson thing. It's tough because, About, well, there were Justin. You probably know this better than I do. I don't know the exact story. I just know there were back in the day. Yeah, something that he did. Okay, allegedly, allegedly. Alleg and allegedly. again, I don't okay. know that. But at the same time, WWE is honoring the contributions he's made to the medium of wrestling. It's, it's like I always go to the, uh, the. Uh, I always use Michael Jackson as an example. We know, we all know the allegations against Michael Jackson, but every listen, one of us grew listen. up. If there was a camera, and I hate to say it because this is the truth, I'm a fanboy of many different athletes out there currently. But if there was a camera on every one of them 24 hours a day, seven days a week, we would find something about them we don't like, unfortunately, or we disagree with. I'm not saying something drastic. Some will be, some won't be. My point is, ain't nobody perfect. The bottom line is, if they do something that is, I'm not speaking on Pat Patterson's behalf, obviously. Here, I'm speaking no, no. in general terms, obviously. If you screw up, you own it. You own it, you become better for it, and you make up for it, whatever that something may be. But this is professional wrestling. This is supposed to be the place you, Justin, Glenn, um, and the fans all get to come and forget this stupid not stupid, but this frustrating as hell divide that's going on in this country right now and this constant uh, spy tech on one another to look mm. for crazy things in people's past to bring up now. That's weak-ass shit in my opinion. And this wrestling is not the place for it. Wrestling is supposed to be for entertainment. We get to get our minds off this stuff. You get your mind off the fact that you're not working right now because this virus is kicking every one of our asses right now. All of ours, including mine. Um, I won't get into the details on it, but it's kicking everybody's ass as far as work goes and the ability to put food on the table going into Christmas for our families right now. Mm -hmm. It is imperative that we all more than ever stick together. Stay together and look out for one another. We're all human beings. I don't give a crap what your color is, what your religion is, what your background is. We're all legitimate in this together. Nobody's above COVID. Um, nobody's above losing their job during this COVID period. And we all need to, honestly, I, I swear to Christ, I was hoping this virus, if it did one thing, it would bring us 
god dang together. I really did. And it bothers me that it, it, it hasn't. It's divided us. We have anti-mask versus mask people. Are you, are you no, kidding I me? I know. It's crazy. So, But I'm just reiterating that I've been making, and I haven't, I think people have picked up on it when it's come up with certain talent. I've made it a point that we are here to discuss the product and what we see on the air. And Wrestling yes. Inc. is a journalism site and a news site that is going right. to cover in-depth any allegations, right. accusations. Yeah. We don't know. I hope you all watch the show. No, I sure as hell don't know. Yeah, what and I don't want to be wrong. Are. I don't read wrestling sites. And I don't want to be me? wrong I, because, especially with some of these things, like I really, really, really don't want to be wrong and mischaracterizing any of this stuff. So that's my. Uh, no. You my by far away the nicest guy, the the most forward thinker, the most. I can't say enough good things about you. So well, if somebody you. has heat with you, pass them on to no, me. No, no, and I'm not. And I, I, and I will verbally gut them myself. And it's valid, but, but that's good part of dude. the reason. But that's part of the reason why is because I don't want to get anything wrong. When it comes to, because this isn't like an opinion. I mean, it's when we're you talking about you, things. Wait, yeah. you weren't, wait, so you weren't following Jackson Riker's Twitter for five years? Shame on you, Glenn. You're kicked <laughs> off the podcast. Beat it. Well, it was a good run, folks. Um, don't tread on me. Five dollars. Uh, actually, Matt's 100% correct. Doesn't matter your political ideology. We better start getting together in this world or this world will end. That is true. Yes. Uh, and then this is very random. This tonight's just so off the rails. Um, Terry Allen Jr., five dollar and four cents. Thank you, James Guffey, Lance White's tag partner from TNA. An infection was within his left arm and it was amputated. Holy shit! Uh, he showed the Wait, picture what? via Twitter. James Guffey, I don't know James Guffey, Lance White's tag team partner. Wait, what? I was with him at TNA. I don't remember James Guffey. What was his TNA know. name? Please don't. chat back, Terry. I'll, I'll, I will. Uh, I will That's Google this. Me that I don't know that. Sorry. Let's uh, get through this. Yeah, let's get crapper of a show, please. Ah, uh, where's Raj tonight? This is what happens. Fast forward. When Raj skips Monday nights. Let's do it quick. I told okay. Raj. I told Raj on text the other day. Let's just hit the high points. We don't yes. have to go segment by segment. Yes. Just yes. Headlines. Headlines. Please. Yes. Go. Headlines. Well, and then there was the main event, which was uh, the fiend. <laughs> Oscar uh, versus Shayna Baszler. Oscar getting a win over Shayna. This was as good. Well as she should. As well as she should. Next week, Lana versus Nia Jax. And I'm watching this between Oscar and, Sh- and Shayna. I'm like, God, do your cards right. This could be a a money match you build to a pay per view. Yeah, I would disagree with that. But instead, this was a two segment yeah. middle of the middle of the, of the show match. Uh, everyone's pointing out Jimmy Rave. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Wait a second, Matt. How many? T- how many? T- I mean, this is not making light of it. But how many times a day do you see someone post about their arm being amputated? And then when we say so, so their arm amputated, they're like, I don't know who you're talking about. I'm dead serious. If that does not tell you how busy I am and what's going on in here and this file in here, it I don't know what will. I swear to you, I saw this and I feel terrible because I know Jimmy Rave. I like Jimmy Rave. I didn't know his shoot name, though. We never called him by his shoot name. He's always Rave. Um, and I was there tonight. Christian, how about this? This is a cool thing. Christian gave him his old school mesh fishnet um, cutoff shirt that he used to wear as a part of Edge and Christian as a tag team. And he gave it to Jimmy Rave to wear. So if you go back, you watch Jimmy Rave clips, being in a tag team with uh, uh, Lance Archer at the time of TNA, that's the shirt he wore. He got it from Christian. That's a big deal because Tristan thought he was really good, and I did too. I think we all did. Jimmy yeah. Ray was a good, he was a good kid. He was younger to be a comment. Uh, Francesca Texiera, 
499 is a counselor. It's important to be compassionate towards people on all sides, whether we agree or disagree. I agree. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. What the freak happened to us? Yes. So, uh, man, you're looking forward to Lana versus Nia Jax? <laughs> if Lana gets a win, I'll, I'll, I'll pop for that over Nia. I won't. I mean, <laughs> At least it's unexpected. Um, no, that's unexpected. Justin coming in and making a save and power bombing Roman Reigns. I pop for that. Uh, so uh, let's talk about the match everybody's talking about: Reckoning and Slapjack versus God. Dana Brooke and Ricochet. <laughs> you had me. <laughs> Nobody's talking about. That. Everybody's talking about Slapjack. <laughs> Where can I buy my official Slapjack mask on WWE Shop? This whole time I thought it was Slap Dick. It's Slap Slap Dick, Jesus. Which, by the way, what a boat they are missing. In the year (laughs) where it... Do tell. In the year where it's (laughs) wear a freaking mask to stop a pandemic, and you have this this bullshit of a storyline, retribution, wearing masks, how do you not market and and, and promote retribution masks? How do... Okay, that's a good point. Can I give you a better point? Why would you do now when every one of us are wearing masks in the world to do a masked gimmick? I mean, wait for this to blow over and none of us, you, me, you, we're all wearing masks, I'm sure. I like to hope so, all three of us are. Um, Wait till that blows over, right? The vaccine's out, people get better, whatever the story is, right? This virus goes away, hopefully. Then go there where the mask looks different. Because guess what? Everyone watching from home goes, well, I'm wearing a mask. I maybe watch this from home I, wearing a mask. I feel well, ter- mm-hmm. I feel terrible for me. Um, this yes, like, we, like, everybody says that. Yeah, obviously, like well, here's the, here's the one good news. The one good news is Vince, Bruce, whoever's in charge on this one. They obviously realize, okay, retribution is not going to be the NWO of 2020. They're not going to be the dominant. You don't say really that yeah. right. So not even LWO. They right, not even LWO. They've at least realized, okay, this is we we've we we we're laughing ourselves. So we're at a point now where Ali is pissed and and berating uh, you know slap nuts and and Good, and, and, and and Mia Yim's name yelling at him. But it's like, where do we go? Like, where do you go at this point? What do you do from this point on? What is a saving grace? Dear like, Justin, dear Justin. They mm-hmm. have no effing clue. No clue. Probably. No, I promise you they don't. They probably all enter the Royal Rumble, and they probably all get eliminated by uh, Mayor Kane, who's going to come in for his Royal Rumble cameo. Or I was going to say Big Show. Yeah, I can agree with that. <sighs> or Matt Morgan, who's going to kayfabe us and show up at the Royal Rumble. It's going to happen. Dude, Book he up. did it. when when you came back to TNA, well, actually, I would have much rather Matt. I, I I love Kevin Nash. I would have much rather Matt Morgan in Pittsburgh in 2014 than Kevin Nash. That was well. I wasn't supposed to take Kevin's spot, but I was definitely redebuting that night. I think you would have took Kevin's spot. Well, what could have been? I would not have gotten that, that. I would not have gotten that pop. I would have been like, "Oh, who's this guy? He's pretty yeah. big and jacked. I'll cheer him, maybe mildly." Oh, is that the guy that used to stutter? I can't tell. His hair color is different. <laughs> but Vince's man was sold on my hair being black. Will change everything. <laughs> Do you think about that much, Matt? About if you come back in 2014 and like, no. I swear to God, my really? no, 
because I have a miracle little baby in there right now. There you go. So he's six years old now. Hell no. Nope, that'll do it. That'll do it. Uh, <laughs> Peter what? Bahi, I'm not reading that. I'm not reading what? that because of your stupid hashtag. What? Uh, he's saying Cyrus the Virus appears on TV in 2020, and he's making a, a joke about QAnon. And, no, it's just, no, no, I'm taking control of this podcast. Thank you. Again. Not be associated with me. QAnon is ridiculous. I agree. 20% uh, of the Republican Party is crapping on me right now for saying that. But oh well, <sighs> it's crazy. You're crazy for believing in it. Sorry, folks. It's the truth. Yes. Um so yeah, Dana Brooks pinned Mia Yim. Imagine a year ago if I would have said that statement. Matt, in the year from now, Dana Brooke is gonna pin Mia Yim two weeks <laughs> in a row. I, this is back when you were driving her fan train, by the way. Yeah, you but really still, were. like let's be real. You know what I mean? Okay, I mean, let's be real. She has everything it takes to be a upper level. Sorry, the light went out. Upper echelon talent in the women's division. Does she not? Yeah. How smart does uh, Mercedes Martinez look right now? Oh, she looks like a genius. Brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely but, brilliant. But I want to make something very clear about my taste because I have a lot of like weird oh. opinions and things that I love. I love Grease too. I'm not saying it's Citizen Kane. Like, I lost that one. Why no, like, I love Grease 2, but I'm not saying Grease 2 is Citizen Kane. Oh, gotcha, like, there's gotcha. still a scale. So I love Dana Brooke, but Mia Yim, Dana Brooke, like, right. is Citizen Kane? Wait, time out. Let's get this opinion. I, I'm interested yeah. now. You don't like Grease 2 better than Citizen Kane? I like Grease 2 better than Citizen Kane, but I understand yeah. that Citizen Kane has had a greater cultural, it has. Uh, yes, it has. impact. But I don't care. Grease 2 is the best. I watch. I watch Home Alone three when it's all on TV, but it's not in the same. It's not in the same echelon as Home Alone one or two. As Shawshank Redemption, or like like a real movie that tells amazing, yeah, yeah. Home Alone three with Macaulay Culkin's whatever cousin does not do the justice as thoughtless movies and television. There's something to it, but there are some like uh, you can make a case, but still, I'm saying though Mia Yim though. I mean Dana Brooke, but it goes to what we talked about Friday. If they push Dana Brooke and built her back up. And then yes. she beat Medium. I'd believe they, it, but it's, they kind of have. No, mm. then they kind of mini. She was with Mandy, but Dana wasn't like out there kicking ass every week. Okay, I don't know, but Mia though, man, Mia like in NXT, Mia like legit. And like in at the Indies, even I remember when she was a teen, I was like, "What are you doing here?" She's like, "What? Well, like, you haven't tried on WWE yet?" She's like, "Well, yeah, they don't really call me." I'm like, our game, yeah. our game. <laughs> I remember saying to her. Chris went five dollars saying the women's tag match will be made a tables match. Nia will ha- uh, Nia will have Lana on the second rope for Simone Slam. Oscar hits the mist. Lana slips down the power bomb through the table. I pit- that's remember that's- that, folks. Chris went. I think got it. Chris, that's not oh. terrible, actually. Chris went. That's actually pretty good. Nightmare knee five dollars retribution's a crappier sanity. <laughs> they book sanity right there. You need for retribution. Imagine just the review, like a crappier, just a crappy sanity. Like uh, I hate that because Eric, I, I, not to be a mark, I love Eric Young as a bud, as a friend. He's the most one of the most underutilized talents I've ever been around. Honestly, he pulled off super Eric. I just want to point that out to folks at home. A stupid, ridiculous gimmick. Way worse than my stuttering gimmick. This dude could pull off almost everything. I thought he did pull off sanity, by the way. He was a good star no, in a was good. group full of lackeys. Yeah, a- a- Eric Young is, was so misused. But, yes. you know, in, in NXT, 
Sanity started to work in NXT. Oh, it, it actually, you know, wasn't it cool? I thought Sanity was pretty cool in NXT. And in NXT, it was, and then it came to Raw and SmackDown. And it was just dead backstage and doing nothing. Yeah, I remember. Um, Bad News Brown just pointing out something I think we can all agree on. Cool which is name. Cat- Caddyshack Two is the worst. I don't think anyone has fun. I don't Caddyshack remember. 2. Wait. Oh, didn't Dan Aykroyd? Didn't Dan Aykroyd replace Bill Murray as the crazy? Yes. Like, golf and uh, Jackie Mason replaced Rodney Danger. It was basically the same as the first movie. Oh, okay. I might be bad on this, but I actually liked it. Nowhere near as good as the first one. <laughs> I think Kenny Loggins' song "Nobody's Fool" from Caddyshack yes. Two is actually pretty great. <clears throat> me too. But. Kenny only, Loggins only this was over with me, dude. Like Top Gun, Caddyshack, Caddyshack Two, Over the Top, Footloose. Footloose. I was just gonna say, I just yeah. leave that out. Footloose is my number one of his, by the way. Are there any other? Are there any other like crazy ass sequels that like are better than the first? Like that's better than the first. Batman was Batman Two better than Batman One. Batman, Batman Returns was kind of weird, but I like I like in the. The Batman, Batman Two that has with, with Penguin, I like that. Yeah, better Batman than, Returns. I actually like that better than the first one with with Joker. No, yeah, I mean, here's the answer. Joker was really good. Damn it, I don't know. Aliens is widely regarded as better than Alien. Terminator Two is widely regarded as better than Terminator. I yes. think Ghost. I think Ghostbusters Two, with, v, two. With, with Vigo Most is definitely Vigo and Ghostbusters is, oh, is creepier wait, than the first wait, Ghostbusters. Wait, as a heel, yes, definitely. yeah, but come on, like Ghostbusters Two is not all over movie though, uh, Justin. Yeah. Now, if you want to say Bobby Brown's "On Our Own" is a better song than Ghostbusters, I might agree with you on that. Let me get my. That's a great song. Good. It was a great song, by the way. Yes, it was a great song. Great song. Right. It really was. I'll agree to that. Listen. <laughs> do not sing it. Um, Have to be alone, my God, my God, my God. <laughs> Listen. Um. Rocky two was better. Than yeah, one. Godfather two, pretty pretty great. All right, get on with this one. shit show, please. That's called Raw. Okay, uh, second Austin Powers movie. Um, so uh, Keith Lee approached yeah. Shane that's in the back. Yeah, Heather <sighs> Graham was money. No, no, Raw. Please finish this. Uh, the Miz was out in the ring with John Morrison for another musty edition of Miss TV. They actually wrote that on the Wrestling Inc. recap. Another musty edition of Miss TV. <laughs> <laughs> Mizark, stop writing that stuff. Go ahead. Uh, they were plugging tribute to the troops, uh, which is going to run. Uh, they filmed it yesterday. Already... Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, Miz and Mrs. He was talking about. Out came uh, AJ Styles with Omos and um, Miz. Uh, I don't know. I mean, whatever. They were talking about AJ versus Drew at TLC. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Drew tossed the Money in the Bank briefcase yes. from the ring to the stage. That's right. Yeah, seeing break like a screen. He broke the LED board. Yes. Oh, we got to hear uh, some of uh, Miz and Morrison's accent humor. That's always. Which actually, by the way, John Morrison's Morrison's is very his his true McIntyre impression was really spot on. It's uncanny, actually. Yes. Yes. Kofi Kingston versus Shelton Benjamin. If you like the Hurt Business versus the New Day, well, you're in luck because we got that tonight with Kofi winning. I do not like the finish. I like the match. And then we had Cedric Alexander calling out Kofi, and then Cedric beat Kofi in a match. I like that because it's center stage is Cedric. I like it. A little bit too much hurt business. A little too much. It's what? start. It's starting to get too much though. No, there's no such thing as this. All right. Yeah. Two like on that. three uh, handicap match: Sheamus and Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles, The Miz and John Morrison. 
Matt, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. That's ridiculous on so many levels. AJ and Miz and Morrison should eat them up alive. Alive. No offense to Sheamus. They should, uh, aside from that critique of Matt Gabe, uh, if you just watch the match, this was a hard-hitting affair. So if you just want to watch it and enjoy it for what it was, I don't know if there was a little sure. bit of like, I don't know if there was receipts. Yeah, I don't know if it was receipts. I don't know if it was, let's just kind of one-up each other a little bit. But you watch the forearms of Morrison was given Sheamus, and Sheamus is notoriously a uh, snug performer. Yes, uh, and he prides himself on it, and he says, give it back to me. Yes, he does. You watch this. Uh, this was a this was a, a blur of some some some. Can I just say something real quick? John Morrison, when he got to OVW, had a winning tough enough. He was such a, they 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 thought he was such a cupcake. He was all finesse. And by the way, I was his crash pad to take like ninety percent of his crazy moves. Starship pain. I'm the first one to take all those things because he's a good friend of mine. I was on tough enough beforehand, and I took him in when he got to OVW to get heat off of him that I knew was on him for winning that show and being a big star coming from MTV. And I'm dead serious. He was considered a cupcake, all finesse, all offense. He doesn't have what it takes to get tough. And I remember saying to the guys going, you do know what we do is a work, right? It is. If you think you're tough, then why don't you take him to the parking lot and ask him to throw hands against you and see how tough you are? Nobody has ever to this day answered that question when I've asked them that in the locker room. Because they're cherry pickers. They're spot pickers, meaning the veterans back when I was there. They would wait to get heat on their opponent and start like laying stuff in and trying to hurt them. I'm like, oh, you're real tough. Here's a rookie giving you their body, trusting you with it as a professional, and you're hurting them? Like, ooh, that does not mean yeah. you're tough. That means you're the opposite of tough. Yeah. You can't do that in real life. And if we were out there in the parking lot, I would gut you alive. And I so would more talents, I'm guessing. And Morrison was one of them. I remember going, like, John's a good dude. He's a good-hearted guy. So when I see him out there throwing the blows he was throwing tonight, I'm like, that a frigging boy. Get him. Yeah. He threw some forearms tonight. And, again, I, I don't – I'm just watching as a viewer – I don't think there was anything mean spirited. I just think it was just the guys being guys, no. and just. And, but this tonight, this came out as, "Hey, let's 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 make this look good tonight. Let, let's do it." And, and it know. does. It does look good. And to be fair, like I said, he's just calling like John a cupcake, and he's all finesse. It was all. Um, I remember, like, like they need, he needed to like lay it in, and so like someone like Seamus sometimes. Seamus is not that guy, by the way. He's not the Bob Holly or JBL. No. He he wants it back legitimately. He wants you to nail him with stuff, which I'll always respect guys that yep. do that. And I know Benoit's not a popular subject. Chris Benoit did that with me at a test when he came down to OVW on his birthday as a newly crowned world heavyweight champion, by the way, literally the next month, and wrestled me in OVW's pay-per-view series called Six Flag Summer Sizzler Series. And he's chopping in the corner. He's like, chop me back already. God damn. He's like yelling at me. He's like yelling at me. And I'm like, I'm going to look like a puss. So I've never thrown chops before. So how do I, I, no one even taught me at this point. So I throw him in the corner. I throw an overhand chop. He's like, what the fuck was that? Do it again. What the, and really hit me. And he was like screaming at me. And they, while he's, while I'm supposed to be getting heat on him, he's yelling at me, cutting promos on me. But it toughened me up and made me stop being worried about not injuring people, 
but I was always scared to hit people too hard because that they wouldn't want to work with me again. You know, maybe I had a little bit of like PTSD with Big Show my first time up there burying me and saying, oh, he's not safe with me, Vince. I don't want to take his finisher. What the hell? You know what I mean? And so, like, I respect the guys that do that, and they really do mean it. And they say, lay it in. They're not doing it so they can stiff you. They're doing it because they want it back. And Seamus is one of them. I'll always respect Seamus because of that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're talking about uh, throwing uh, hits and taking hits, Matt. Uh, you look like you're in your prime now. Do you want to tell the audience about what you've been uh, doing lately with Thrive? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wow. You caught me off guard. Yes, Sorry, I'm I... trying to be smooth there with uh, transitioning to Matt Morgan's Thrive plug. Hey, oh, boy. I don't think I have all the things I need. Why don't we plug? Well, you know, we, we'll take a plug, moment. Well, here, we let's, let's take a moment. Else. Well, here, let's take a moment. Well, we'll do that and just talk about that. Hey, just Styles, The Miz, and Morrison won that match backstage. Uh, Pat Buck got in between Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. And Pat which, Buck by the way, him. when did Pat, Pat Buck, Buck? By the way, when did Pat Buck and Adam Pearce become the official GMs of Raw? By the way, they could not even buy a tryout when I was there. <laughs> both talents should have had the opportunity to because they're both always very talented and very good. But I remember, like yesterday, I remember they couldn't even buy a tryout. And now they're, like, running this shit. Now Vince is making him the face of authority for all. Without without, without an official introduction. I got to be honest. I'm I'm so excited for both of them because they're both actually good guys. So those of you watching at home going, who the hell are these guys? I promise you both guys are class A people. I swear to God that that all of you watching this show want to be friends with. They're normal. They're cool dudes. All right, real quick, Glenn. I am ready. So, a lot. You said that you said it best. I'm. I look like I'm in my prime. I have an eight pack of abs at the moment, not six pack. I just went through a seven month campaign season where I dropped thirty eight pounds, not on purpose, folks, but from being stressed the hell out, um, knocking on people's doors for seven straight months to ask for their vote. Um, We're trying to raise money. To get my mailers out there in your bail box that you guys probably make paper airplanes with and throw in your garbage. I hope you don't do if you get those with mine. But nonetheless, they're expensive. Um, long story short, once my campaign season was done, I got reelected. Thank God. I um, immediately had to start getting back in the gym. And I picked up this product called Thrive. And what's cool about Thrive is it's not your normal, it's not your prototypical meathead product that's going to get you big and jacked, bro. Or things of that nature. It's something that's going to enhance your, your, your uh, insides. What do I mean by that? If you eat clean and you diet and you take an X amount of grams of protein, X amount of grams of complex carbohydrates, complex carbohydrates, let's say your body only absorbs a certain percentage of it, generally 80% at best. What I like the most about this product called thrive. And those of you who have any questions, direct message me on Instagram or Facebook after the show, please or even tomorrow morning. And they have a one simple, simple as hell, one, two, three step process. One, you wake up in the morning fast and you take these two pills. That's it with water. You wait 20 minutes, you mix a protein shake. Just shake it up really quick, drink it, you're done. Then after that, you put on one of these little, um, uh, we call these PFTs, all right? And you put these little stick PFT stickers on a part of your skin that is super thin. And what this does is it works into your bloodline immediately and it gives you natural energy from green tea extract it has at most 30 grams of caffeine which is next to nothing 
And it, how do you get all this energy? It's because the the pills to the shake to the actual uh, PFT patch that you wear, all done in the morning. You don't do anything the rest of the day. You're, you're the mm. guy to play video games. Don't lift weights. Don't do cardio. This is going to help you lose weight if that's what you're looking to do. If there's somebody who wants to get bigger and you're in the gym lifting heavier weights or eating a certain amount of, car- uh, again, complex carbohydrates and protein around the clock like I do, it's going to help you get bigger. I put on 42 pounds of muscle within the month. I'm not exaggerating that. Look wow. on my Facebook profile uh, picture. That is a new picture of me in the gym that I just took last Friday. Um, and that's my gains that I've made from this stuff. I've, spon- I've been sponsored by multiple top-shelf GNC uh, uh, vitamin shop brands before. 5% Nutrition, BPI Sports, Redcon One. They're all good products. But they'd all be flashing the pants. I'd be good on them for two weeks and never feel any results after that. This stuff that I'm talking about from Thrive, it fixes your insides, which makes it so you're cleaning your gut. There's probiotics in it. And because of that, and it fixes your digestive tract, when you take in proteins or any other supplements you're taking, you're going to absorb a higher rate of it. That's in, that, I can't believe, I can't begin to tell how crucial, y'all, that this is. And it's going to give you re- slow-released energy mm. throughout the day with step three with this uh, patch that I'm talking about. You wear it like a derma patch or a nicotine patch. And I swear to you guys, my galaxy, look how much energy I have right now. Guys, I've been up since 4.30 a.m. Where am I getting this energy from? It's legit. Now, it sure as hell from raw. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. It, it's no joke. This stuff works, and I want to get as many people on this as possible. And what I'm uh, promising everybody that, that signs up and gets started on this is only 150 for a 30-day, uh, um, uh, uh, what do you want to say, a 30-day amount. Supply. Supply, thank you. For, for, for the three steps that you take as soon as you wake up in the morning fasted. You could go to work. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to go to the gym. All right? You're going to get different results, that, the different results that each and every one of you have. If somebody says, hey, Matt, I want to get bigger, DM me. If you want to get more leaner and, lose, and you want to gain more muscle tone, if you're a female that just wants to lose weight, you have problems with your thyroid. I'm geared to help you and steer you in the right direction here. And it's going to change your world. It has mood enhancers in it. So if all the money over the years I've spent on about you guys on, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, brain pills, if you will. Yeah. Mental Red clarity Bowl, pills. Green tea uh, pills. That's a big deal for me. That's from, especially at 44, same with my wife. This alone has given me the most mental clarity I've had. And it'll give it to you 20 minutes after you wake up, guys. So when you're waking up, hungover, some of you guys that drink, or some of you that are just dragging ass because you have a good night's sleep, you're going to spike your metabolism right away and your mental clarity right away, ready to take on your day of work. I'm dead serious. You don't have to go to the gym to get results from this. Hit me up on direct message on Instagram, at BP Matt Morgan, or more importantly, on Facebook, uh, Matt Morgan. A new account I just opened. Hit me up on there and I'll set you guys up. Again, it's only 150 for a 30-day supply. And if you counted the creatine you're taking, the pre-workout you're taking, all the caffeine energy, stupid monster energy drinks you're taking every morning, the coffee you're paying for every morning, um, and the different supplements and the meals you're taking to put on size or lose weight, whatever it is, it's way more 150 bucks a month. It's about 472 to be exact per month if you were to average it all out. So for 150 a month, guys, I, I will guarantee you by day three of this stuff, day three, you can return it if I'm if you think I'm lying. 
and you don't feel the results. When you take your vitamins at home, you do not feel it. You just don't. Mm. With this, you physically feel it. My wife dropped 22 pounds taking two thyroid medications, by the way. This stuff is amazing, and I would not swear by it. I contacted them. I'm the guy that gets contacted by multiple companies. I contacted them to learn more about it, said, I am sold. I don't know what you're putting in this. I want an ingredient list, and I want to take this for an additional two weeks. I took it for a full month. And if you don't believe me, go to my Facebook page, look at my most recent photo, and I have veins that are bigger than your arms in that photo. How did I get them? Steroid-free, by the way, at age 44. Thrive works. Come call me, call on me in my direct messages on Instagram and again, Facebook. Please, guys, I'll hook you all up. There you have it. Hit up Matt Morgan on Facebook to learn more about Thrive. And uh, back to tonight's Raw Bobby Lashley versus Jeff Hardy. So, Jeff Hardy this would have been done. a great match, by the way, on paper and any other sure. time. In any other time, except for today. Well, okay, so let's talk about uh, the, 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 the whole thing with. Um, Matt Riddle before trying to give Jeff Hardy some bro nuts and saying, uh, you know, thinking about, and he like jumped on his own joke because they did this live saying yeah. back when you that Hardy tag team, the Hardy bros, like, which I think he was supposed to say later, uh, is like their proposed tag team name. Like this was just bad. And if you noticed when he went out to the ring on that box of donuts, he had his promo pasted to the side, taped to the side of the donut box. Uh, so Matt Riddle, shocking, not the best memory. Uh, wonder what's impairing that. Uh, but I don't know. <laughs> not on the side the, sorry, cheap joke, I know. Uh, but out of the side of the ring, like yelling, uh, trying to encourage Jeff Hardy. I don't know. I mean, Lashley won this match. This could have been great, but I'm just really not feeling Riddle at all. You're, gee, you don't say. Really? Him walking on a box donuts and do it for you? You think like, wow, what a badass? <laughs> Dude, they, they have absolutely crushed this kid, and it's bo- it's so bothersome to me. This is a talent. You just stay the hell out of his way. Don't let him talk if you can stay away from it, and let his talking be in the ring until yeah. he figures out who he is as a talent. Talk with those educated feet. Uh, so, Matt, you tell me he's a pothead. Uh-huh. They get hungry. What if uh-huh. He brings the donuts to his teammates. So Vince obviously never smoked weed before, because if he did, you know it's like Doritos, Tostitos with queso dip. That's what potheads. They don't, uh, they don't eat donuts. I think you're confusing it. Slow down. God damn Vince, now. Vince, Vince <laughs> you're screwing this up with a terrible police joke somewhere in here, I'm guessing. Oh goddamn, Fritos. Oh. No, Tostitos or Doritos. A big difference. Fritos. No one's bought a pack of Fritos since 1982, Vince McMahon. Get me hot and bothered. Chat room, tell me I'm lying. Bruce, fix fix the vending machine (laughs) and the Thunderdome. (laughs) Fritos is so bootleg. Fritos are the drizzling shits. Let Let me blow your mind a second. Fritos, Doritos, Cheetos, Tostitos, all the same company. Yes, they are. And Doritos. You already said it twice, but that's cool. Uh, go. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, uh, must be on what some of Matt Riddle is. Uh, 
We're in the main event. Can we go to the main event? Cool. We'll go to the main event in a second. Hold on. There's a super chat. Uh, Leon's Duncan, $2. Whose idea to put a recovering addict with a pothead? Well, when you Leon's say it that way, it sounds... You, yeah, you're saying it way too responsible. <laughs> like, Jesus, like... This is pro wrestling, dude. Like, Wait a second. Jeff Hardy's had substance issues before? I would never know from watching WWE TV. Um, but let's be honest. You're crazy if you think that like, it's like legit in real life is making Jeff Hardy, who's recovered, go, hmm... You know what? I got over this drug stuff <laughs> because I've got this pretend pothead coming out to the ring with donuts. I'm going to relapse. No. Matt Riddle is like a pretty good anti-drug PSA, like a walking embodiment. So. Um, Matt, Matt Riddle versus R- RVD is the match that I need to see now. Uh, huh? hmm. He's a terrible RVD impersonation. So uh, Bobby Lashley won that match. Then the main event, Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. About time. Um, This was good. And uh, Bray looks strong, even though he's wrestling in his sweater. Um, yeah. Like, this was fun. So they did the trick at the end where uh, the Orton had the better of him and had him mm-hmm. down. And uh, then the lights went out. Um, and then we got the switcheroo when the lights came back on. They used uh, some editing this. tricks. He was in the fiend mask uh, yep. in his outfit, and he ended up getting him in the mandible claw while grunting and yelling as we went off the air. I mean, cool this... with me. Cool with me. Bray yeah, Wyatt good. in the sweater. Now I have to take an L again, showing everybody that if you watch a Bray Wyatt match in a sweater, it's an automatic loss because I was starting to get sick of that. So I like this. I like the finish going off the show. That way. I had no problem with this. Uh, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, it's been a year and a half, but they've actually done Bray uh, correctly, all most things considered. I like and another thing, real quick. Uh, Bray, nope. uh, you know, uh, fighting at the nope. announce table, grabs Tom or grabs the and a headset. Yowie wowie, you have to go to break. Send him, sends him. Oh break. yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and exactly, play some editing tricks. All of a sudden, he's the fiend. Look, they have done this right. There have been some falters here and there, but largely they have done this right. Great, great, good story. Can we rewind back to why you you like the part we put the headset on? Said like Zowie, Wowie. That I like the fact that he took them to break, but he he chased the commentators over the barricade, grabbed their headset, and said, "We're going to break." It was just a nice little touch of Bray Wyatt being above the rest of of the roster. Okay, little thing. Do, yeah. you, do, you, do you like laugh when he still says "owie wowie"? Like, oh my god, that's so funny! Ah. I, I do, I do. I just want him to wrestle as Muscle Man Bray. I just want that to happen. <sighs> It'll be one of the tackle spots. It'll be boring. Yeah. I want promos from him first and foremost. Muscle it, Man. It would be actually Matt. Now that you mentioned that, in the that, form it, of rap specifically. Yes, but it would be funny if when he wrestles <laughs> as Muscle Man, his move set is all really old, like rest holds. And just like then, lots of grandstanding to the crowd after every move. That would actually be really entertaining. But part of what, and part of what must makes the muscle man great is that he is the '80s. He's the Zubas yeah. pants. He's a fanny pack. That's what makes it great. True, it does. It is pretty funny. And by the way, he looks kind of jacked when he's in that character for some reason. Yeah. Somehow. What's he doing to his body to make himself look like right. that? Right, he's not the fat slob that no. was that was that, that that was Husky Harris. Like his or, arms are freaking humongous. Yeah, like he looks good in that character. I'm being dead serious. That's what's great about all of his alter egos of the puppets. They're all making fun of what True. he has resurrected. Yes. Ram- rambling rat. Uh, for, for anybody that doesn't know, 
rambling rabbit is Bray Wyatt, the man, or William Rotundo. It's him pick, poking fun at, oh, he's the riddle and rhymes of of, of Waylon Mercy. How know, would it, you have gotten that out of the Rambling Rabbit? I never, I never got that. Rambling Rabbit is meant to be a, a shoot, Bray, a shoot on. Oh, Bray Wyatt speaks in riddles. Mercy the Buzzard is way is how he was compared to the Waylon Mercy character that that Dan Spivey played. I just think it's the tip of the cap to that character. In nineteen, some from okay. They're all they're all connected. Um, they're all of that. That's what. Uh, what about the crazy lady puppet that's always in the window? Abby the Witch, Sister that's, Abigail. That's, yeah. that's Sister Abigail. Oh, okay. uh, all of them. Uh, um, Huskus the pig is yes. a is a knock on that he was heavy before he tra- Husky Harris. That's that's what's so brilliant. If you actually sit and watch all the characters, uh, all of yeah. it is him poking fun at the internet and poking fun at the at the critics of what he did or didn't do right. Leading up to... Yeah. Jackson Callens 499 saying, I tried to go to bed, but damn you three. That's what we're here to do, Jackson. Keep you awake on a Monday night. Uh, Bigfoot Sneakerhead 499 said, my Triple dog. H said, WWE. I've never referred to anyone as my dog before. He is my I dog. Feel like, my boy. Uh, uh, Bigfoot Sneakerhead uh, saying, Triple H said that WWE is open for business. Did you see what Tomatonga said? That your boys isn't ready. What do you think of Reigns versus Tonga? We honestly, a, a million and plus fans here in the United States need to know who Del Tonga is. No disrespect to him. Yeah, they ain't watching you on New Japan, brother. You have your own click. You have your own cliche. cliche. You have your own. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, certain demographic that's watching. You yeah, they're on Japan, fan base. And, you, and you're getting over, and it's great. You're doing a great job there. You ain't on WWE's level, homeboy. If you were, they'd be begging you to come back. There you go. Yep. D- don't be trying to steal Roman's E and trying to jump on that bandwagon. Uh, do we have anything else to cover, Justin Labar? Nope. There you have it. There you have it, folks. Myself, Matt, and uh, well, I guess Matt and Raj and Alfred are on oh, tomorrow. I, tomorrow night. Oh, by the way, Glenn, P.S., you've been replaced by Alfred. They well, love themselves some Alfred. It's worse than Sam. And, it's way worse than Sam. And then Alfred, right? me, and Matt on Wednesday. Look at Glenn's face. Glenn, I'm just joking. They love No, me. I could use more nights. I mean, it's fine. Every People, you show know. I've done, you're not on. Fans go ballistic. They want to know where you are. Same with Justin. I was kidding. No, they don't. They don't give a crap about either <laughs> one of you, too. No, yes, they do. Um, but yeah. Alfred is... Glenn, you'll love him. He is cool look, as hell. I look forward to podcasting. He's funny, and he doesn't step on your stuff when you're trying to like deliver whatever it is. Like when each of us talk, he doesn't step on your stuff. He's a cool dude. By the way, I've been lobbying Raj for oh, two I did months. It with you actually, Justin? What the hell am I saying? Yeah, yeah, I was lobbying Raj for two months. I said, dude, I used really? to work with i I worked with Alfred eight years ago at Bleacher Report. He and I were a huge tandem. Turner came in, bought Bleacher Report. 
we had some problems and then yeah. business business. I kept saying to Raj, bring Alfred on. He and yes. I have chemistry and, and we'll do this. And he's, he's good. He's chemistry with everybody he's on the show with. I got, so there you go. he's smart. He covers wrestling for Forbes. He knows number. He's a great addition. Yes. To a great really, addition. Yes, he is. I agree with that. And I, kept, I did ask the fans to push Raj to cover impact tomorrow because it, I think there's a historical event in wrestling. Tomorrow night, I just do. Whether you like Impact, think it's a jabroni show, I don't care. And I'm going to watch. Newly, same with me. Newly crowned champion is going. That's first. His first appearance is on Impact. We all got to tune in. Tune in tomorrow to our podcast and check it out, please. And I'm going to watch the podcast tomorrow because I have Comcast Xfinity. I don't get Access TV. I can't watch Impact, so I'm going to watch yeah. you guys to find out what happened. One of the fans, I forget where on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, I don't oh, remember, sent yeah, me a link so I could watch it. There you go. Yeah, I want to say you, send me the a way. link. So there you Thank go. Thank you, whoever sent that to me. And um, don't forget, DM me on Instagram or Facebook if you could. And let's get you guys before you have to go through New Year's resolution. Don't be the mark. I'm sorry. As a guy goes to the gym, I look around and I laugh. No offense. I'm not trying to be a jerk. But like for New Year's resolutions, you pay your $9.99 membership at Planet Fitness. And it goes nowhere after 30 days. And Planet Fitness just keeps raking in the 10 bucks every month while you don't come after February. This well, stuff that I'm telling you about is going to give you the energy and spike your metabolism. Hit me up on, again, Facebook or Instagram, DM. Ask me about it, and I'll send you everything you need to know about it. Thank you. Uh, Tim Mickles is asking, what about Jesse? How is Jesse doing? I haven't seen him in a while. Who? Two? Oh, they call you. No, they call you. You want to feel aged, brother? Yeah. They call you Jesse. They call Jesse your son. Technically, it's possible. They really do. Jesse's I had a, a great kid. I love Jesse. He's incredibly excited. He's excited to get all the yes. information about New Japan, bro, and all these other companies that he wants to put over to show his wrestling fandom knowledge. But he's a good kid. I like him a lot. There, and apparently you can watch Impact Wrestling for free on Twitch. No, I did have some fans saying that. I Je- Twitch. Glenn, is Jesse your kid? I mean, it's possible. I had a very active social life in the 90s. Oh, Mrs. Gwen, Mrs. Rubenstein, he's joking. Glenn was, Glenn was the rock star on the stage. What was your <laughs> band's name? We're not doing this again tonight. Enough. No, what was your band's uh, name? It was we talked headboard. It's out. Headboard. He. So you were you were riding the life of headboard, and, and Jesse's your <laughs> illegitimate <laughs> child. Where, what part of the country is Jesse from? Like, I, I think is it the Carolinas. Did you did you yeah. did, did you lay did you lay the seed in the Carolinas? We never made it out to the Carolinas. We were more a Southwest, West Coast regional. Glenn, act. you should not be encouraging this. Mr. <laughs> Rubenstein, I apologize for your filthy husband making jokes and making light of this subject. He loves you to death. I just nothing to do with the love for my wife. I had You've a life before. You've always been his yeah. favorite. No, he did not have a life before. I did Mr. not. <laughs> God, you're my age. Have you not learned your lesson by this tough guy, cool guy talk that you're doing right now? Stop it. Uh, that's nice to reminisce. Anyhow. Glenn, you look. You look like, Glenn, you look like you're part of a. You look like you're part of Don Callis as the the jackal in the mid '90s. What was that Griffin WF? Uh, the right. Uh, oh God, that's not what right you look like. Not the right uh, to censor. Um, Truth Commission. There you yeah. go. Fine. Whatever. Okay. So on Why that note, let's wrap this off. up tonight. Uh, thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll catch you back here tomorrow to talk about Impact on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Glenn has a little.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.